Urban Mama podcast is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Be sure to subscribe to Urban Mama podcast on your favorite listening platform. I'm Tiffany, your host of Urban Mama. Be healthy, be well. Life is tough, my darling, but so are you. Stephanie Bennett Henry. Imagine kissing and holding your newborn or planning for the future with your baby, only to have those dreams taken from you in an instant. This is one of the most devastating tragedies a woman can endure. Hello, I'm Tiffany. Welcome to Urban Mama. In today's discussion, I want to talk about tragedy and loss, coping with miscarriage. So, if you haven't already, please consider favoriting this podcast so you don't miss any notifications of exclusive content. Let's get into the discussion. Though heartbreaking, pregnancy loss is more common than one may think. It's said that somewhere between 10 and 25% of known pregnancies end in miscarriage. You are not alone, even though it feels this way. Miscarriages are not often openly discussed. Many couples never disclose a miscarriage to people other than very close friends and family. And that was the case for me and my husband. I'll share more about that in a future podcast. Some women choose to never share the news of their loss at all. And sometimes we wonder, how do we prevent another miscarriage? A majority of miscarriages are random one-time occurrences that no one can possibly anticipate or avoid. There's still no concrete reason why it happens at all. There may even be times when a woman may blame herself or play over and over in her mind what she should have done differently. Unless a woman has a medical reason such as a cervical insufficiency or chronic medical conditions like diabetes, high blood pressure that can be strictly managed and monitored in partnership with your healthcare team, the absolute best you can do for yourself is number one, to maintain a healthy diet. I recommend a whole foods, plant-based diet of fruits, veggies, legumes, grains, nuts, seeds, and plenty of alkaline water. Number two, get at least 30 minutes of exercise at least three times a week. And number three, give yourself grace, be gentle, meditate, and practice a solid prayer life to include a gratitude journal. There is purpose in your season of waiting. Megan Smalley. In the event of a complete miscarriage, your body naturally passes the tissue on its own and the entire process will most likely be over before you've even had the chance to see your midwife or doctor. 
in the event any tissue remains, this is called an incomplete miscarriage and it will require a form of intervention to lower the risk of infection or hemorrhaging. Your midwife or doctor can help to determine what options are best for you. Let me list some of those options. One option being natural miscarriage, which is allowing nature to take its course. This could be anywhere from a few days to a few weeks. Another option is medication. Some women choose to expedite the miscarriage via medication in order to begin the grieving process and not wait up to two weeks for it to happen naturally. Another option is surgical removal, also known as D and C, dilation and curatage, in which your doctor uses instruments, maybe in conjunction with medication, to dilate the cervix and scrape the uterine lining. There's also a D and E, which is dilation and evacuation, in which there are a few steps possibly that can be taken, such as induction of labor or a cesarean section. Talk to your doctor about those options. Even if it has not been your habit throughout your life so far, I recommend that you learn to think positively about your body. Ina May Gaskin It doesn't matter when the loss of pregnancy occurs. You have the right to grieve as much as and for as long as is right for you. While you anticipate feelings of sadness, other emotions may arise that are surprising. It's not uncommon to feel shame, guilt, or anger that somehow your body betrayed you. Or to feel jealous of friends who are pregnant or already parenting little ones. Loss of pregnancy is deeply personal. No one processes it the same. There is no right way to handle your loss. And it is not possible to feel too much or too little pain. I recommend you take all the time you need. Find ways to honor your baby like consider naming the baby. Seek out a support system. Watch out for physical symptoms and don't hesitate to speak to your healthcare provider. Lastly, feel what you're feeling. Your feelings may surprise you or if they're not what you think you should be feeling. Just know those feelings are exactly right for you. Believe a peace will come over you that surpasses all understanding having gone through the grieving process. Here's to strong women. May we know them. May we be them. May we raise them. Anonymous. The majority of mamas who experience a miscarriage will go on to deliver perfectly healthy children. This experience is so common, there's a name for children born after miscarriage, stillbirth, or infant loss. They're called rainbow babies because they bring about a sense of hope and solace after the storm. If you choose to become pregnant again, it may be possible to experience a variety of emotions, waves of grief, fear, guilt, or even anger. 
It's important to connect with other moms of rainbow babies, and this can be super helpful during this time. Check out organizations like PALS, Pregnancy After Loss Support. There's also Hope Mommies. And lastly, MEND, Mommies Who've Experienced Neonatal Death. Check these out online to find support groups near you. That's it for today's discussion. I hope that I have informed you and also encouraged you to take all that you need to get through your grieving process. If you've liked today's podcast, please go ahead and give me a few rounds of applause. Leave me a voice message. And don't forget to share this with your friends and family on your social media platforms. I'm Tiffany, the Urban Mama. And until next time, be healthy, be well. Thank you.